If you'd like to support the show, don't forget to rate us five stars, shop at our merch store, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Special thanks to our patrons, M. Trichkovsky and Tony Irons. To become a patron, go to patreon.com slash what's my thesis. One of the funniest things I've ever seen is you trying to live paint at a place where everybody knows you. And you didn't, you could not fucking put brush to, to, to vinyl at all because everybody was like, hey, what's up, Serge, blah, blah. And then people would come in and then they would go and like you would try to start and then like it was just so ridiculous. Oh it was like the most, it was like my favorite live painting performance I've ever seen because it's like somebody that just could not get any work done because everybody was like, hey, what's up, bro? And I was part of it, you know? Yeah. But then I stepped back and I was like, oh, shit. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview and ask What's My Thesis. And today, my guest is friend of the show, Serge Beltran, on his return. We haven't, uh, we, well, I mean, we've seen each other, but we haven't done a show together since, yeah, since hell broke loose. <laughs> and uh, we're slowly clawing ourselves back to reality. We are going back to normal, like normalcy. Yeah, yeah. isn't it exciting, dude? Yeah, it's it's insane, but definitely it's um, getting back to where we left off or whatever, you know. Whatever you know. trauma we had. <laughs> <laughs> we're both, uh, we're coasting through trauma and we're still, I'm like, I still think it's like 2020. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking at like, you know, being in like 2023 and I'm just like, what happened? What did the, I dude, do? I did napped for two years, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and like half of those were drunk naps. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, definitely. Dude, oh my God. We don't have to get into all the, tra- all the trauma. But I do, I do like, like when we were talking just now, I was laughing at the idea of like how happy I am to get back to boredom. And oh, like nice. to yeah. get back to like just the mundane elements of life, you know? But you've had some exciting shit happen because the last time you were in your studio, we talked about your plant collection. Yeah. Uh, how bad was the plant holocaust? <laughs> it's like a more like, was it Chernobyl? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's um, fair. That's fair. Yeah. And apologize for using the holocaust okay. analogy just, just to be safe. <laughs> oh, let's go with a radioactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. you know, my... The, I lost like a large percent of my my plant babies in the fire. Which... So it, for people that don't know you as personally as I do, mm-hmm. uh, you had a fire at your studio, which Correct. was the studio that we had. That's what that's the uh, uh, Chernobyl that. Um, you know, when I was a kid, you couldn't drink milk in in Italy because of uh, the the radiation from Chernobyl. So expanded, like it was. Yeah, just like this is just like in. it was like yeah, all of Europe was contaminated. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. You had to get the parmalat instead of like latte fresca, which is a fresh milk. Yeah. That's insane how radiation just travels and pours into the soil and everything. Yay. Around it, basically. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> hit like a really, or we accidentally stumbled into like a possibly political World War Three topic. Uh, Let's get out of here. <laughs> It's, it could get really dark sometimes. <laughs> but let's get it back to the podcasts. fire. Let's go back to the lighter story of the fire that yeah, affected your life. and, and Definitely a it. year ago. Like, um, of course, like, you know, I lost my studio in a fire in Little Tokyo. I was there for about uh, a good seven years. Mm-hmm. I was in, after I was in school, I uh, found a space in downtown in Little Tokyo and just started 
making my uh, art practice and eventually, you know, expanding and moving to a bigger space in the same building. And that caught fire uh, in July, I think. I can't even remember. And um, yeah, so I lost, you know, my whole art practice of like nine years and uh, including, you know, precious artifacts and plants and everything else since, you know, our studios are not just like uh, where we, uh, where we make work and where we uh, decipher ideas and, and create things. It's, you know, a second home for most of us. We go there, we spend our time and we work out the kinks and, you know, we make something. And so I try to make my studio as much as my, my home would be. Not necessarily with like, you know, the amenities of a bed or something like that, but definitely it's just... pretty close, man. I mean, it's stylized. It definitely feels like <laughs> it feels like you. Oh, thank you. And uh, there's no plants here. Uh, there is very, there's probably two. One is like uh, one of my buddies gave me some clippings from uh, a show that uh, he helped install at Cam yeah. uh, from an artist who was there. Um, he ended up getting like this like um, Monstera, I think it's like uh, Antonsonii. Which is kind of like it's considered like a cheese, um, a Swiss cheese uh, monstera, which uh-huh. has a bunch of like holes in there, and um, so it's literally uh, in kind of like this my hydroponic. Are, my eyes are glazing over. <laughs> You're using all these technical terms. So it, it's like, a, no, no, someone's gonna know what this is. <laughs> yeah. So it's like in a hydroponic like system. It's basically on water. I'm just like. And it's like in the solo cup, which is so, <laughs> it's, it's, I see it right there. I yeah. see it over there. It's very chic and stuff. And it's funny. I saw the, 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 the plant and when you were describing it, the words that you used, I didn't recognize what, <laughs> <laughs> they're so technical. So basically it's surviving on water. It's not, uh-huh. it's not rooted in soil. I'm, I'm, as much as I want to like, you know, green up the space, I like kind of bringing nature into my personal space. Uh, in this newer uh, studio, which we're in the new studio mm-hmm. uh, uh, at the Bendix, uh, I just wanted to keep it very minimal and very just non-work uh, tedious kind of like, because, you know, I had be probably like uh, over 100 plants in my last space. Yeah, and, no, um, we, we, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, and so like uh, when it came to like watering, like Sundays were my watering session. Like that's where, where I would be like, uh, friends would be texting me or like, hey, let's go grab a drink. And I'm like, I'm watering my plants. I can't. There's a little Casey Anthony vibe here where you're uh, like, <laughs> I killed my babies. Now it's time to party. <laughs> so now I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying my, my free time basically from my uh, responsibilities. <laughs> from your dependence. My dependence. But I still have, you know, my, my personal space. I still have plants and stuff. But um, here in the studio... It's very minimal, and I, I'm enjoying actually making work instead of like beautifying <laughs> as much as I want that. I, I'm, I'll get there maybe later on after maybe the new uh, year. But like I said, I mean, it, it, we were trying to include your table, your your work table. The space <laughs> has an aesthetic that I didn't necessarily want to cover up. Right now, we're only we only ended up with just one wall. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you can tell, but if you look closely, the floor. And the top of these paintings <laughs> don't line up, and we couldn't figure out why the fuck that is, but we're going with it. <laughs> I, it's a bill. It's I think the it's unleveled the actual. But I still unit. don't understand why that happened because I should be able to. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, hopefully it's not my craftsmanship. I'm making like wonky uh, frames. I don't think so. I'm not, I'm pretty good at making frames. Yeah, the yeah. wide shot, at least to us, looked like a uh, optical illusion, especially in this like behind my butt area. 
<laughs> so if it looks like I have a big butt or like, you know, I needed more space for it, it wasn't intentional. It's not like days, right? What's that? Your leg days, like in no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have been trying to get back into shape, dude. I, I started doing Muay Thai. Yeah. Did I tell you that? No. No, I started doing that. It's insane. It's like um, it, it's one of those like you know I started because I wanted to build my strength after yeah, yeah. COVID. COVID really fucked me up with like uh those long COVID symptoms, and so I started getting like more of like this arthritis pain and in, in my hands. And you know, as an artist, we use our hands constantly so like it's like one of the things i it made me uh once i started you know going through like a steroid treatment and, and kind of um going medical um i i noticed that wait it was, did you have like long covid or something yeah, yeah oh I did, like, I did, uh, I, I, okay yeah i, I missed yeah. that i didn't know that i'm sorry so, about that yeah. That's rough. thank you no, no i had it like in the early i think the early uh so delta wave era the, the og one or yeah, something, yeah, whatever yeah. And it's That's not I don't even know, but I think I had got COVID maybe like before like 2019. Uh, my one of my good friends has like a uh, an annual like um, Christmas party, and it's like you know he invites everyone from downtown, all these great friends and stuff. And um, one of our buddies was actually um, working in Beijing and mm-hmm. was like in um, in Hubei, and so he ended up was in like in the in the party himself and like. 12 of us got similar symptoms. Oh, wow. And we got it like, I'm not sure if it, I'm not saying like I did or didn't, but it, it was very similar when I got it in, in 2020. And uh, it was same. It was insane. Like, I wait, so he had it how many, how long before? Like months before because he was months, traveling. Uh, yeah, oh, so okay. 2020, the, 2029. Because it happened really early, like at yeah. the beginning of the year. Okay. So he was, I was, he like, was out there and he was like, you know, traveling and I just, working. Since we're talking about COVID, I was being careful because I was like, I hope he's not on some conspiracy shit. No, no, no. no. But it, <laughs> and, it and, get you, and get vaccinated uh, and all of that stuff. Follow the science, please. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, I want to. <laughs> I want to keep my channel. And I think I got vaccinated and it, I did you too. did too. Yeah, too. Yeah. We were very pro vax here. <laughs> this is like, like not Joe Rogan. Stuff no, and, no, um, no, no, no. I mean, you know, we can talk about any of that stuff off of my podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um, I mean, not that you were doing that. I just, you know, just to be extra safe. I, not yeah. that you were putting me in the spot. No, no, no. no yeah, but yeah. definitely, like, you know, it was one of those things, like, you know, we 12 people got, like, similar symptoms. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, but it was, like, insane because, like, probably it did or didn't because, like, I remember New Year's Eve, like, I still went out, even though it was, like, in my in my bed, like, you know, uh, having chills, I ended up like going to uh, someone who I was like seeing at the time, like dragged me to go to a bar, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah. And somehow I ended up like going, and it was it was like one of those. But um, yeah, no. So definitely, I've been doing like the uh, um, the Muay Thai, and I've been doing that for like three months and stuff. And it's very mental. Yeah. yeah it's as much as like you know, I go to my studio and I do work, and I, I uh, you know, that allows me to clear my mind and and just kind of disconnect from from the world and just our mundane kind of work um definitely going back to uh you know doing uh exercise or going to a gym and stuff that's something i never you i never did really i didn't never like sweating i never like doing stuff that made me like just like change my clothes into well, like probably a, when you were like with a lady you liked sweating but not. oh i <laughs> know um no, no no but the thing is like it's um but but definitely like now like one of my buddies who's a professional fighter who does MMA like he was like no. hey let me help you out build your strength and do this and I'm like okay it's better for me to do this and I'm like so I've been keeping at it and I love it it's like you know of course I'm not going to be competing and stuff and no, I'm no. like I could definitely keep my ground 
But do you do you do you do sparring and stuff? Sparring, yeah. do sparring is so sick. Yeah. Sparring is one of those like you know you're on like this whole gear. You have like a headgear, you have a mouthpiece, and of course like your groin area is covered mm-hmm. with like a this metal cup basically to protect you. But it's it's very. Uh, I, I'm assuming I know where that cup goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a drinking cup. And so, um, although no, it could be in a fetish kinks and stuff, each their own, or and in so, a celebration. You know how 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 athletes like to humiliate each other. <laughs> I, I I can see that as yeah. like um here drink out of my cup, <laughs> you rookie. Uh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, but definitely, it's it's a it's a very mental kind of. Uh, sport it's yeah, like you know yeah. very like you know you you did soccer growing up and stuff and i also did soccer growing up as well not you know professionally but just you know kind of like as a literally mm-hmm. uh, not literally but um um just kids kids you know? and stuff yeah. and um that shit gets competitive man oh definitely parents and and dude my dad was super competitive as a kid uh, as growing up like um in sports mm-hmm. since he plays soccer and he was like all about soccer now we're going to the world cup that's what we're seeing now it's like you know it, even though I don't follow soccer as much as I used to in the past, um, it's nice, you know, sitting down with my parents and seeing it or even like friends that I haven't yeah. catched up with. And, you know, you know, soccer brings people together. It's insane. It's a global sport. And you don't even have to like play it. You can just yeah, drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. That's always the best part. Well, that's what I was going to say. Well, and also just like, just one last thing, sorry to, to harp on it, but uh, we don't give a medical advice here either. <laughs> <laughs> No WebMD, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, but but what? Like that's actually funny because that's what I was gonna say. I mean, I started rock climbing because like I've just been do, uh, doing work from home shit, and it's like yeah. pretty isolating. So the, I, I didn't want to go to a gym, gym. So I, I started going to the one out here in the brewery. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I actually just realized that some, one of my past guests is uh, goes there. I don't necessarily want to like drop too many names but uh, but but i was like but one past guest of the show was was like climbing there and i'm like oh now i have a belay buddy because they have self-belay machines but it was really cool um but yeah and then i have like i used to coach soccer Mm. professionally at like competitive level at club and it is a shady business. That would wipe out. And so, like, I have baggage with it, but I was watching it, and as I was watching, I was like, God damn it, I don't care that this stadium was built by slaves. <laughs> There's something about this fucking event. It's all nostalgia. Like, listening to Andres Cantor. Yeah. Oh, my God, that guy's voice. And just, like, listening to his corny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and then the, the what's it called? The the novela, anuncios. You yeah. Know? It's, it's like, like, it gets dramatic. <laughs> You, you can't watch soccer in like another language no. except Spanish. It's like no. insane how much it's like it's it's a soap opera and, yeah, yeah. and live streaming live and, and and live feed and stuff. So it's insane. If you I remember seeing it in English and I'm just like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, and and it is and and I think that like like with yearly events, you can just kind of forget him. Yeah. And with like the the olympics the only thing that i really care about is the soccer anyway because it's all like yeah. under 20s and then like three veterans mm-hmm. but um so you get to see like the up-and-coming talent that's going to be like your main team in the future but like that that four-year gap makes it such a nostalgic thing you're like oh man you remember every single one and like going back to when you're a kid like there's something really manipulative oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about how they've like planned this thing because like Seriously, I mean, it is not a, 
a good organization by there any stretch of the imagination. What is it like? You can't. There's no uh, alcohol being served. That I actually don't mind because Budweiser's getting fucked, and <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of one of the problems when they do it at other places that where they just kind of like fuck everybody. And but, yeah, it's insanely like, even the humanitarian rights and stuff, and yeah. just like it's in, it's, it's awful, but yeah. it's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching the earlier game today, which if you didn't catch the game, it was Mexico with Poland, right? Yeah. And so um, I didn't see completely everything just because it's um, we're in the holiday seasons. Thanksgiving is like a couple of days away, and you know we're, we're trying to fight over uh, cranberry and any type of like potatoes at the grocery store right now, which is insane. But it that in itself is like another sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. No, I mean we're we're right on the cusp of like Thanksgiving, which is the other thing weird thing about this World Cup. Like it is so bizarre because it's winter, fall. I mean, it's I guess it's fall. No, it's winter. Like the twenty second yeah. November. No fun. Like, like it changes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like winter right now and that's not normal for world cup soccer and they had to move it because like they were going to build an air-conditioned studio or an air-conditioned uh, arena and then they just failed and now they're like all right we'll just move it you know it it, it is one of the most corrupt organizations i stopped coaching because i was like well this is shady and then the next step above me is shady. <laughs> At no point does it stop being shady. <laughs> it's just like peeling layers of like, yeah. just like. Like if FIFA is corrupt, what hope does like AYSO even have? <laughs> Not that I was club, but, but, but I'm saying like even to that yeah, degree, yeah. right? So yeah. But yeah, so you were talking about how you were a, ve you're a vegan, but you know how to cook meat. How does that happen? Uh, <laughs> I, I've been vegan for about like, 10 years mm. a good 10 years but the thing is i like, didn't know so he's not annoying <laughs> don't don't fucking no, comment I, don't at us don't uh <laughs> the thing is like for me like being vegan it's like um it, it's never been something that's an identity like you know i've never yeah it's like you know i'm a vegan uh I, it's like you know i'm not trying to you know eventually i went veganism because of um health issues you know i started mm. to uh go with it just because i i was dealing seven with years you said yeah, uh, close to 10, uh, 10 years. Oh, close uh, to 10. Sorry, yeah. sorry. So um, I went for it for, for uh, just health reasons. I wanted to get uh, better shape, and also I wanted to clear my skin. So at the time, I was dealing with acne. Uh, Your skin looks great, by the oh, way. Thank so you. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> good, good job. Yeah, good job with veganism. And good endorsement. And, like, moisturizing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but definitely, it was, um, it was when it was like, you know, eventually went like just like, you know, health-wise, and then eventually went to like mental, uh, animal rights and uh, just... Yeah. Uh, consciousness and being aware of like your what you vote into when you buy things uh, but definitely you know um i'm never that <laughs> we're just talking about all my evil vices now <laughs> no <laughs> i immediately thought of a burger and i'm like oh my god slaves burgers <laughs> oh yeah but, no, but but that's not your you weren't putting it on me like that that's my own guilt that's catholicism oh no, god. <laughs> I'm get, I, I was raised Roman Catholic. So I, know. I know. Last time, last time that we talked, I got mad at you because you were like, "No, Catholicism didn't give me guilt," and I was like, "It did." It, <laughs> I knew you were lying. I was just like, I was just like, you know, masking it. I was yeah, like, yeah. Um, my poor mother would like be like rolling in her like bed and stuff. I was like talking bad about Catholicism. No, but um, going back to veganism, it, it's uh, it's one of those like you know, I, I I've kept it and I enjoy it. Most of my friends are not vegan. Like yeah, a large percent yeah. of my friends are. It's ever like you know when we go out, I'm like we need to go to a vegan like place. Yeah, I understand like the situation. I understand you know 
especially in LA, there's more options than most other spaces. There's always vegan options or there's always an open bar mm-hmm. that you can go to and just like get drinks and have your friends like just enjoy their meal. If you don't want to participate in eating, but there's like any options in LA, there's they have options. Yeah. So it's a little bit easier being down here. Uh, but uh, when I was telling you earlier, like um, my mom makes like more of like a, a spicier turkey, like mm-hmm. a very like Louisiana with spices. And uh, even though like, you know, we're not referencing like the South, but definitely it's like, you know, very. This is just, uh, did she pick it off of a website kind of thing? I don't thing? know. It's like different it's, like Is mixtures. it handed down? Uh, it's a mixture of, like spices, like in Spanish or uh, they call it like um Pollo chilado. Chilado. Yeah, and so like different spices, different things, and it similarly reminds me of like Cajun chicken. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, but you guys definitely... <laughs> yeah, so my, so my mom like makes it like that, so um, uh, so they're down, my parents are down here for Thanksgiving, so like I'm I'm helping with like preppy foods, and it's like uh, my siblings don't know how to cook. It's like, it's, it's not wrong. It's like I don't fault them for them. They have busy lives, and uh, I don't mind, you know, touching meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like for me, it's something that like I'm not disgusted of it. Um, you know, I'll help. You out. are meat. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you know, I, I I I've had you know conversations with other vegans, and they're like, oh my god, why would you yeah. like do that? And I'm like, by all means, like you know, everyone has like their. I think it's a balance. Uh, I'm not buying the things, like you know, or um, I'm just helping prep. Yeah. And so even like leather goods, like I have leather goods. You're not letting it go to waste, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Like and the also- animal's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do with it? But definitely, yeah. hopefully, do not other, like thumbs other, down us or something for yeah. this. Uh, but get it. Even like leather. Oh, no, the vegans are on YouTube are fucking rabid. Oh, yeah. I used to be one of those like rabid. crazy. <laughs> I think I, com- I com- combined ravenous and rabid and said rabid. Oh, my God. Uh, but even leather goods, going back to that, I have leather goods. Yeah. And it's something like, you know, I, I bought before I went vegan or they were given as gifts. I don't go and, and personally buy, you know, uh, leather goods. And uh, But it really depends. Like, you know, I think everything has a balance. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be like super right, super left. I think you find uh, a middle ground and what you're comfortable with and you go with it. Oh man, that's going to get you canceled and you shouldn't be too right or too left. <laughs> oh shit. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But that is like, that is something that like people are like, no, they're all evil. <laughs> no, I've seen that. I've seen that, like, yeah. you know, like, um, we definitely don't have to talk about this. Oh, I was no, just making a joke. <laughs> no, no, but I, I've seen that even like in downtown towards like, um, like uh, Vernon, yeah. like that. There used to be like you know, fucking Phoenix, and like other celebrities who would like protest and and you know do like vigils for like the uh, the animals going into the slaughterhouse down there. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was like a big thing, and even I I didn't participate in that just because I just I I just didn't feel like it was it was my part or my fight to do. But um, definitely I was always like you know cool calling them. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, doing yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I as much shit as I talk, I've been to like three <laughs> protests in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very fragile. Oh, nice. He's nice. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I've been to a couple, but it not like it's not. There are very few things that would get me out in protest. Mostly like really horrible shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to an episode of a show called The Dollop about the the what's it called Rodney King stuff. Oh, and I'm like, man, I don't even think about that shit anymore. It's so crazy. There's a whole generation that doesn't even know about that. This, yeah. It's wild. It's wild how like the the etherealness of like 
movements like that you know because like it's yeah. like how long can you keep them going you know before you're like fuck i'm tired it's time to sell out <laughs> yeah you know, even like you know capitalism like, wears on you uh growing up like of course like you know we we saw it on television but the thing is like we were i don't know how old i was when that shit happened oh the riots yeah yeah so even that it was just insane even now like you know um the riots were in 92 because the beating happened in 91 correct i think so i don't know i think i was here already when the riots started because i moved in 92 in august to the u.s oh gotcha so that was like one of the first things that I you know what i actually remember um i don't remember the actual uh, riots but um i was too young for that but the thing is i remember seeing it on the fresh prince of bel-air yeah i think something like they had that. like a like kind of like a, a crossover or something like that and i remember like learning about it through that um but i do remember like you know bigger like um like events i think you know uh when we go back to um well, the one that I missed entirely was the battle in Seattle, battle in Seattle, which was like some protests for, um, I forget even what it was, but there was a movie with Charlize Theron in it. How nice, about, I like her. Yeah, yeah, she's she's pretty. Well, I can just stop the sentence. There. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a model for Dior. <laughs> she's fucking. Yeah. She's talented. She made uh, Vin Diesel. This is not my opinion. I got this from someone else, but this she made Vin Diesel. Uh, a good actor in Fast and the Furious franchise. Oh, she like, was in, in no yeah, way. Yeah, Which she, one? She plays Cypher. She's in nine and eight, I think. Okay, so not the first one, or yeah. later on, like in that franchise. Oh yeah, dude, it's like when like when they go to space or something. Yeah. Well, the, actually, that is one of the ones. <laughs> I didn't see I, it. I didn't pay money. I'm sorry. Oh my god, dude! Oh, I could do a whole fucking thesis on that on the on those movies and how great they are they're better than they're better than marvel they're better than any any franchise like you out fucking take you on with my vin <laughs> <laughs> i i remember seeing the first it's one it's got tragedy in it paul walker died sorry no there's more to it there, there's i remember seeing it as a kid and then it was like everyone was trying like to be part of that culture drifting yeah. and they're like we're not even we don't even have a license or anything we're still <laughs> and like i don't even know where i was but um everyone wanted to be in that kind of like subculture and i was just like it's yeah. just it shit happens it's like um what was your subculture as a kid um were you a skater at all or no i kind of like you know i started uh skating lighting like uh with and skating uh, skateboarding aggressive with kids and stuff uh, we used to go with like the neighborhood kids and stuff. My friends were always into skating and stuff. We would go to, uh, actually growing up, we had a pool. And so when my parents like drenched uh, uh, it to like um, retowel it, we basically oh, okay. used the, the pool. So in the summer, we were just like, all my friends were there. We were just like skating, going down the actual, it was like a 12 foot like, Cool. Wow, wow, and, stuff. wow. and it's like it's got yeah, curved edges, it's curved yeah. edges and stuff. I remember as a kid just going and just like hauling and eating fucking oh, yeah. shit on the floor and stuff. But uh, that was probably like you know like kind of like the um, I was not really a nerd growing up. Like you know I didn't do like Star Wars or anything like that. No, um, but definitely I did like you know more anime like you know Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh and all that's uh of course I'm like jealous. Dragon Ball Z. i'm jealous of people that grew up with the good pokemon games oh nice because I've, I've never played any of them but they but people like i played pokemon go and i was like oh i could see how these games dude would be I, awesome. I grew up with like just like the game boy and like you know being just obsessed with it and then when i went to color which is like oh, 
Yeah. It's like no way. It's basically, you know, did I you think, go to DS, Nintendo DS and all that? I did. Yeah, okay. yeah, later on. But then definitely I grew up with like Nintendo as a system, like growing up, like, you know, of course we had the Mario's, we had like the Street Fighters we had. Yeah. And then eventually going to Sega's and then going to like Mortal Kombat. And I think my childhood was basically based on that, uh, you know, consumerism of uh, just uh, action sport, not action, like, you know, um, uh, visuals and, and seeing like combats and stuff like that and uh that was probably my my growing up like just playing like first person shooters and yeah stuff, like, and, like, remember, stuff. and then eventually going like halo later on and stuff but that definitely like it's uh that was a large percent me and my cousins like you know i grew up with like my family <laughs> is massive it's like and saying like from my dad's side they're like 14 uh siblings and my mom's wow. side they're like 10 so i have a lot of cousins and first cousins that i grew up with and so just uh you know trying to jam everyone in playing a system was like that was like competitive it gets competitive and (laughs) trash talk is off fucking it was insane like we would trash talk to the point that people would be like crying but then trying to like throw hands and stuff and it's just like uh but that was my childhood and also playing too like i i you know we i grew up like in the same like you know uh you know um culture of like you know involving with the internet and and um and you know i i actually did have a childhood i, I enjoyed going out and playing in the streets and playing mm-hmm. games and uh you know when my parents were like you know when the street lights turn on you're supposed to be inside yeah, yeah. and so I, I remember as a kid like enjoying my outside time and even like my brother like growing up he didn't really do that he was mostly in you know his consoles and uh, internet and like all that stuff and social media but for me like growing up in like in the 90s and stuff that was partially you know a benefit for me i enjoyed those those times of yeah. nostalgia yeah dude i mean i my parents didn't let us watch television unless it was like specific things at a specific time the tv wasn't just running all the time and i can't imagine what kids are like today you know like what that life is like of just like serotonin triggers everywhere yeah. like i mean i'm my brain can barely handle it and i'm an adult <laughs> <laughs> you're like flashing here uh instant feeds here and there and reels and yeah, dude. And then, well, I mean, now I, I've kind of just changed my diet entirely because I'm just doing clips for the show yep. now. So, like, the fucking, I need to do it enough still to where I don't have to think about it because I still think about it. I'm still checking. Like, that's not healthy, you know? So, like, yeah. yeah. So, it's it's interesting to, like, try to figure out that balance where you, like, just automate it but then don't check it you know because like some i'm still in the place where i want the data but i don't i'm not gonna get the data that fast you know like it's like i got two more i got three more (laughs) (laughs) it's more like the algorithm's still pushing it the algorithm you know to check to see if it's like died down like all of that shit is toxic so i've been on a break of that yeah i think like having a social like a media like break is definitely needed i think in order to function um Definitely, like, when you go on vacation, I usually turn off and disconnect. Yeah. Usually when I go to Palm Springs or I go to, like, a destination, even though as much as you want to upload and show people, it's, like, um, sometimes you just need to do things for yourself. And, um, you know, we grew up in that uh, culture of, like, you know, Facebook and MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. And was- MySpace was, was, like, insane. And so I remember, like, you know, being a, a coder, like, being a person who was coding into, like, you know, going through these generators and like putting like these like weird like I want this and that through my page. And I'm like, I didn't know it was like a programmer or something. Some like minute, you know, kind of like uh, using um, 
tutorials online and and this is before youtube right yeah yeah so like there was no like informative like you know how to do things now uh yeah now like youtube is the craziest resource in yeah, the yeah. world dude everywhere like uh my students use youtube for any reference yeah. and i'm just like shit or even my my parents and grandparents i'm like how do you fucking know no. my 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 grandpa when he was uh using facebook when he was still alive he would do like uh video like editing on it and i'm like how do this and he's yeah. like youtube and it's insane uh but it's one of those like it's a useful tool like if you don't use it it's it's there it's free it's, it's public it's it's a pretty crazy i mean as instagram gets more useless yeah. <laughs> or instagram is not useless the thing is that instagram you have to hit it all the time to grow at the same rate that you have to hit it daily oh, which yeah. is why i'm doing it the way that i'm doing it but then the, with the the main dif- the main thing is guys like if you make content for YouTube it's always it's always going to be pushed to some degree yeah. i mean obviously not you know like it like some stuff probably dies down i'm not saying everything but like anything you post on instagram it has a short, short sh- shelf life it there. stops getting p- pushed around whereas with youtube like i have videos like my my f- videos i can't beat my old videos because they've just been longer they've been around longer so like they still get suggested more you know yeah you know like the closest i have like uh, videos that have a high rate i'm like barely touching it on just new releases which is good because that means that i'm catching up to myself but at the same time it's like you know every time i i'll be like oh i'm at this number and it's like oh no but that one is still rising <laughs> are you monetizing uh, I mean, I, I have to get, I have to get much farther, but I, I was closer to it the first time around before stopping. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do this for nothing. <laughs> and then, and then eventually I'd like to be like, you know, and maybe this has to do with my narcissism, be able to pay my friends to be on the show, Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like just have enough income from coming in from the show that I can be like, Hey man, come on the show. I'm paying you. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a bigger sense of, no, it's like. But that that comes with like you know you're you're definitely like that algorithm pushing things pushing content and just I know friends who are are content creators and yeah. it's just insane how much work it is. I mean I've done it for I've done it for other shows and it yeah. it is it's 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 insane. Uh, you almost have to do it either full time or just not give a fuck. Like yeah. or, or actually the the working from home helps. You know. Yeah. If you're able to like to see like full time and do that on the side, I think that's more doable. But going in the office or doing like something that's pretty tough yeah 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 it, it it and and the stress of like your shit not performing <laughs> is not fun <laughs> <laughs> it's like when when the what's my thesis stuff doesn't do great i'm like yeah whatever i'll get there <laughs> at work i'm like they're paying me this much <laughs> yeah, but i i've seen like the, the evolve of what's my thesis from like a you know when we did it a year ago right yeah. Uh, well, I did it uh, a year ago, and it was like you know. Well, I, we did it together. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking credit of it. By no. the way, I want to ask you: You didn't think it was weird that I told you I was excited to lick it today? I'm oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was like, I, I, I like, I looked back at it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm never inviting anyone onto the podcast. <laughs> I'm never like, no woman is ever going to be invited to kick it ever again. Kick it and lick it. it <laughs> yeah, because like the, the autocorrect, autocorrect put it in. It's like, like when, when you type in like dick and it says duck. Or... <laughs> but like in the opposite direction in the worst way possible. It's like, I, I was I so lucky it. it was you. <laughs> I read it. I was just like, I, I was like laughing. I was like, oh my God. Did you know what I meant? Yeah, it's okay, kick it. Okay, I, was okay. like, <laughs> I was like, it's kick it. Right. And that's why I was like, oh, well, just like laughing out. And it was so funny. I was like, but those are like kind of like 
it happens with like you know messaging yeah but but i know i've seen like examples of where like that happens and the person doesn't believe you (laughs) i've done those like those texts where you send someone and And, uh, i'm in it for someone else it's like yeah, yeah right <laughs> and then, no, I, I i i text someone something like that and like an angry message no yeah. like something like not even angry, oh like, like sexual sexual and like um, that's the worst <laughs> it was someone else like an actual close friend i was like oh my god i was like i was like i ended up like taking screenshots of like the person i was sending it and i was like this was not for you <laughs> it's for this person and he's like okay cool cool it's fine and he's like no 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 hard feelings i'm like okay Oh, it was a dude? Yeah, it, it was one of my good friends. Um, well, I said lick it, so I was like, it, there's like a strong suggestion that I'm going to lick your dick. Yeah, or... <laughs> or someone's clit in the opposite scenario. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like no. <laughs> no, it's, it leaves your hand. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's, that shows you like this like instinct kind of like messaging. Like you yeah. can't... I think you could erase messages, but you can't necessarily... Like once a person opens it, you can't, yeah, no. can't basically... You can uh, set, unsend it, but they'll see that they'll have seen it, and then they'll see that you've unsent it. Yeah, you and know? they'll see you'll see like a timestamp. Yeah, and then the person goes like, "What did you send?" Yeah, or yeah. they saw they're like, "Okay, yeah, where, where does this go?" Anyway, I'm never inviting a woman, or I'm never going to check in the day before of a recording <laughs> with anyone ever again and say, "Kick it." Because because <laughs> those could be the receipts that end my career. Oh my god, <laughs> no longer what. Formerly known as what's my business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, that was pretty funny. I was laughing when I saw that shit. When I <laughs> caught on to it. Because like you responded. And I think you were just polite enough not to comment. But then I was like, kick. <laughs> but I, I wasn't sure if you knew what I was saying. Because it happened pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. Instant. Yeah. Instant communication. That's what we got. Um, but yeah, man. Well, cool. So, and then, I mean, not to circle back to the fire. But yeah. I was I was gonna say that I am uh, like impressed with uh, Hagop's confidence that you aren't cursed <laughs> 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 because the fire. The, uh, luckily, it's the building that's cursed because the yeah. same building burnt down a year later. T- was it to the day or? It was a couple of weeks ago. It, yeah, it re uh, reinsinuated. Like it's insane. Like I had a. Um... I didn't. I knew about it until someone texted me and was like, "Hey, your building is on fire," and I thought it was maybe from a year ago. And then the uh, one of my friends who lives in Sorocor was like, "No, it's on fire again." And I was like, All right. "I was like, shit! Like, are you shitting me?" And like, you know, going back to like trauma and stuff, it felt like you know when the first happened. I was like, ah. and so like friends were texting me, and, and you know that's the beauty about you know our community as as artists and especially here in LA. Uh, Especially when that first happened, you know, people were super, uh, people came out of the woodworks and were just sending support and... They did a benefit for They the, did a benefit. For, for you and, and the other people the 20 in the people. Space. And yeah. then like, yeah, of course. And then even like, uh, I did like a GoFundMe and like, you know, people were super generous and supportive. And, and for, so were you. You bought paintings. Yeah, yeah, saw. definitely. And the thing is like, it's one of those things that I learned from that experience to be open to help. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like I've always been very independent. I've always been, you know, I knew make my own way. Um, and sustain myself and and just hustle and make things work and uh when you're put in those situations that you have no control over and and shit happens i i I had to allow myself to let go of ego let go of 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 that 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 kind of like um that guilt that sometimes people get with receiving help and um and i don't know why is that it might be something that we're like programmed by culture or by by just society and stuff of a handout Mm-hmm. um but 
definitely, you know, Catholicism uh, and Catholicism. Catholicism. <laughs> a, you, you, we're both fucked. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> we're, we're at the intersection. They of mirror each other. They sit on the same uh, fence. It's like capitalism, <laughs> Catholicism, sadness. Sadness. And it's a, <laughs> at the intersection. <laughs> like oh peak. It's like it's you know. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love it. It's but, it's finding the most efficient way to produce the most amount of suffering. It's like very <laughs> like you know like very business oriented of it, yeah, like it, calculus. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, definitely, like you know, it just it went back to uh, going back to the second time I got it. It it, um, it burnt. I was just like, fucking hell, like once again. And um, definitely, people were reaching out. Everyone was being supportive and. It just uh, made me just like go through this whole like uh, episode of going back into this this same cycle of like re-traumatizing like you know post-traumatic stress basically, and um, and I thought I gave I, I I amended those like emotions and stuff and I think you know we with grief or loss I think it's one of those things that we adjust you know loss of a person and loss of possessions and stuff or uh, we're able to adjust as we go but in reality I think. If it's like an episode that just flickers it, those things come up, and so yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think that I think that that's kind. Of, sorry, I, I yeah. didn't mean to cut it off, but I think that that is interesting what you're saying, which is like that um, processing these things doesn't just happen, and you think you're done with them, but then you're like you remember it, and then now you have a, a different context, a different perspective, and then you realize like that you learn something new about that hurt you know like, yeah. like that, that that that's happened to me a couple times but like that that feeling of like oh it's still there but like it's a different it's like maybe more refined it's like the it might even be more jagged because you've polished off most of <laughs> most of the the dull sides and it's yeah, just yeah. like the last part <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last episode that goes into it yeah. but yeah um yeah, but definitely, like, you know, our community has been super supportive, and um, it was amazing just getting response from people. And and Hagop uh, wasn't, like, worried that you Worried that I was going to be, like, this, like, But, curse. dude, I mean, at that, at that, sorry, at that point, it's the fucking building's wiring. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not even ghosts or, like, curses. <laughs> and I wouldn't have even thought about you being cursed if that building wasn't so fucking cursed. Oh, my God. By bad wiring. Uh, disclaimer. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to badmouth the building. I have no relationship to you. Uh, his opinions are not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely, like, it's like, um, but yeah, you yeah, know, I, I, so it's crazy because there is a lawsuit going on. So that's why I'm saying disclaimer. This is not like information that's being passed by. But, uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. But that, that fire was, you know, it, it, it insinuated myself to, to processing, but also to make more amazing stuff and i'm now at this other building so after the fire i end up going to um i end up after, actually the weeks after i i i think for me like i processed grief instantly like i was just like let me mask it with work yeah, let me yeah. do stuff let me do stuff well you feel like you gotta make up for it yeah. i mean because that's one thing we were kind of breezing over is like that's an erasure of like a lot of very personal thoughts feelings yeah. things that matter to you um you know, like, and all those little plant babies. Yeah. <laughs> I can still hear their screams. <laughs> Sorry. And it's insane because, like, my, my collection of plants was insane. Like, you know, I had plants that were, like, super expensive yeah. and rare. Uh, but it's just, like, the lighting in my old building. Like, it, I had these, like, four massive, almost, like, wall-to-ceiling 
windows. Yeah, yeah. And just like the when I it was it, I I mean you could tell from just the Zoom call that it was good. it was nice. Like you, Thank it you. Was, I could hear like rainforest sounds in the background, <laughs> even though they weren't there. And some like uh, just like some some chirpings or like some like yeah. very tropical. Yeah, just the sound of running water, water stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a babbling brook. It's, it definitely oh, had God, that vibe yeah. of a meadow or something. Dude, I kind of want to look at the fucking image right now, just because so, like my memory of it is like you. Okay, plant content. In the frame, you definitely get the award out of oh, nice. every, every guest ever. And I think even in likes, I don't, I don't know I've ever set up in a planty place. So if that ever happens, <laughs> you will get your chance to reclaim your title. <laughs> I will invite you back on with whatever plant setup you want. Nice. I, it doesn't have to be yours. We can go to a Japanese garden or something. <laughs> or just do like a Zoom kind of like background. So it's like very jagged. You see me like moving through. Or just the, the green screen. Green screen and stuff. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, when I had that space, I, I told myself, like, you know, I want to make, I'm like, I didn't want to put curtains on my windows. I'm like, if I'm going to put curtains, I'm going to make like a, a casting of, of trailing plants, like as, mm. as my, as my window covers. And it looked like a jungle from outside. People were just like, I would see people walking down on third street, um, in low Tokyo. And they were just like, be like, just like looking up and it was a great space. And, you know, unfortunately shit happened and, um, but yeah, too, I ended up like uh, finding a space in Lamar Park, which is amazing, amazing area in Inglewood. And I was there for about a year. And then... Um, and now up, you're, by the way, we're at the Bendix, which yeah. means that we're neighbors. We see each other all the time because of events so, and stuff. The Bendix so, is where it's at. We're part, of a, we're part of the Bendix people that see each other <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Every, most weekends most on weekends. openings. I, I missed the last opening and I regret it, but people I was just not there. Basically, you know... Uh, stumbling out from like the elevator drunk off their asses and stuff from openings uh down to like uh maple but yeah the, the bendix is it's an amazing you know building and you know it's one of the few buildings in la that i think that has the accessibility of going to multiple shows in one building you know you drive of course like you know in la everyone drives uh but there is like you know pockets i think around the world and stuff that have that like you know more european if you go to mexico city there's Especially when there's like, um, I remember doing uh, uh, Kipo in 2020 before what's, the lockdown. What's Kipo? Kipo is uh, an art fair in Mexico City. Uh, during the art fair week, they usually have like the main kind of, it's like a more um, alternative arts, art, art fair. Um, mm -hmm. it's more, That's it's, pretty cool. It's similar like down here, like we have like uh, Spring Break. Mm -hmm. Which is that art fair that happens down here? I thought you were going to say OPAF because I know you're. Oh, OPAF you're, as well, yeah. yeah then yeah. OPAF. Um, but definitely it's a little bit more alternative, but it's like they have like, you know, big players. Like I don't know Spring Break. Have you shown at Spring Break? No, no, I haven't. Um, but it's mostly proposals. Like, you know, you submit yeah. a proposal and people make these massive, you know, installate. It's like, it's not just a show. It's like you're, you're utilizing the booth that's how to make a show. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, very immersed. Is it indoors? It's indoors. Okay. It's usually in uh, downtown. I think that was at the rowing at the, I think so, that building. Uh, but yeah, the Kipo is like one of those that is in Mexico City that happens and they have that similar structure having all these like, you know, one building that you go into. Yeah. Uh, but also they have like the more um, established art fairs. Like, you know, you have Material, you have uh, Soto Marcos and you have, um, I forgot the other ones, but they're like more like elitist kind of like 
gallery spaces. It's like you go through like cornfields in order to get to every every <laughs> building has them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not calling anyone out here. No, I, everybody actually the Bendix doesn't have that. No. they just have people at different levels of commercialness. That's yeah. that's that's more what I was thinking. More than uh, you know, because like I mean, shit. I want to be represented by Track Sixteen. Oh, that space is amazing. <laughs> it's so dope, but it's different. But it, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like even though it's commercial. Yeah, I mean, Sean is accessible. It's not like, it's. It, I don't know. I I've never tried to like network with the people at uh, at the bigger spaces, like you know. But I think because like a lot of like the spaces, especially like the the more art collectives, um, they they uh, run by peers and a lot of yeah. people that we know. So like. A large percent of our groups are, are in these factions and, and it's more accessible and also it's it's more approachable. I yeah. think like, you know, when I first started coming to Bendix, like I didn't know anyone, uh, you know, that was like the place to go as like an opening. And then eventually, you know, you meet people through your engagements and, and um, you know, you usually find people through the arts, through, uh, you know, I, shows and like. My guys, the secret to my career and my my position in the art world that i have is simply just hanging out at the bendix like i mean <laughs> we can get fucking into the details of like of how it works and stuff but ultimately like just hang out here man you're gonna meet people it's yeah. really hard not to you, you run know. into people constantly and it's one of those beautiful things that it's just uh an elevator or a flight of stairs up and down when it gets crazy it gets crazy you're just like you're basically having to go through like different flights but uh it was one of those buildings, like, you know, I came earlier on in my career and I just like, you know, was was super amazed by the energy. And I felt like, you know, eventually I would be here in my practice. I think later you on. fit perfectly. I think and so. You know, and yeah. you've been and, and you got a good relationship with the building. You had that space offered mm -hmm. like they, for BLA Connect. They offered Serge a really nice space. The yeah, show was really cool. You, you showed some work from Molly Schulman and a, a couple other friends of the show. I can't remember yeah. who else. There was a. Uh, Hagop was in there. Hagop was in you there. You were in there. I was in there as well as like uh, Chinks Prado. Um, Only the people that have been on the show, actually. Who else? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> no, no yeah, I, I was kidding. I was like, we don't care about any other artists. No, I was making a joke. No, yeah. I, I was also cutting you out because anytime you try to make a list, you're going to leave someone out. Oh, and then <laughs> and you I won't was, get offended. Yeah, and I, I'm like trying to bail you out of that. <laughs> because like, you didn't forget, I cut off your list. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Sounds good. I'll take that. But yeah, the building itself, like, you know, I, I was... Um, my buddy Hagop, who I've known for the years, like he's like, like in Spanish we call him like, um, you know, amigo de todavía. You know, it's like um, he's you know he's I've a known... super like lovely, friendly guy. Like I don't even know him, but just his essence is very uh, funny. <laughs> from his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I I met him through the years in the art scene, and then eventually like we did our residency at um, at Torrance. Oh, and so then, he was part of Tim. He was, yeah, he was part museum of, adjacent as well. Yeah, he's one of the members of museum adjacent, one okay. of the founders, and then. Uh, that's molly and, molly yeah. and and the whole groups and stuff so like was that. it a essentially kind of a museum adjacent show at the that you did at the yeah so it, it's it's one of those like you know uh, uh so hook up is like yeah the main uh cc person from like the building so mm. uh the person was like hey the who wants an uh i have this space uh does anyone want to use it or curate it and he was like yeah we could do something and we were eventually going to do uh he asked me to be part of it and we were going to do just us two and then we were thinking about it he's like we have it's a friends. Huge space, we have man. friends. Yeah. Like <laughs> we can make a show, and we did that within like two or three days. Wow. We we just set up like especially members from like our, our collective. It looks cohesive. 
I didn't. I, I didn't. It didn't look like it was like just slapped together. Yeah, yeah. We we and then you know we invited like a couple other friends that we know and uh, it worked out perfectly. And then they catered, and they, it was like the landing pad for be uh, be like connect the Berlin Exchange, and it was like the basically the area where there was like free booze and free food, and everyone was going up from there. And then going I was going to say there that. was cheese there. I guess you didn't organize that. No, that was part of the building. <laughs> it was but... good cheese too. Oh man. Now I feel bad. Now, now I'm feeling bad for the vegan. <laughs> so we had that space for, uh, for the whole week. And, uh, we also had a closing on the, when they had the performance on the terrace. I think I came to that one. I th- the, the well, last the last closing of the day did, i think i didn't come to to the both of them i don't think i think i only Dude, came to one that be like connect was insane like i literally stayed in my oh no it was the same fucking weekend yes i did both of them <laughs> <laughs> that's how much we drank yeah it was insane like i was for be like connect um uh and we also had open studios so like you know we i moved in here in july and moved in in june uh, just so my lease and my other space was, you know, completed and we were good. Uh, but definitely, uh, I was always stand. I was here in my space most of the time, and then trolling up up the flights and trying to get to the, the space I we co curated, uh, uh, which was a show now. Uh, but definitely, it was like an insane amount of people, and it was like everywhere was bustling. Every every nook of the building was activated. And it was beautiful, you know, um, that's how, you know, it should be as a building of creative um, spaces, you know. I've never seen it like that since, uh, since COVID. Oh, same. That was the, that was the first time and it was like glorious. We all felt like, oh. We, (laughs) we partially did that with like, um, with the whole like high beams. Yeah. You know, we were doing the high beams, um, a collective within collectives. I think that's what they describe it. Mm -hmm. Um, A collective of collectives. Yeah. 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 So, um. Yeah, we did those uh, throughout the building as well and throughout different pockets of the city during lockdown and during COVID. And it was like one of those that uh, people wanted to be still present in this uh, art sphere and, and be activated and find some type of normality in, in their day-to-day, especially with lockdown. Uh, Do you know, is there any effort to coordinate studio open studios and stuff anymore? Like last here, week, last weekend, I think was the opening at, at TSA LA and Monta Vista. I couldn't. Yeah, make you said it. an opening, right? Yeah, we had an opening, but I just I I couldn't make it. And I would say I had a show. What's that? I had a show. I was I was definitely gonna stop by, but I just so I you didn't have beach. a show here. Yeah, no. What I'm trying to figure out, is, I mean, since you have a studio and you have a, your your point of contact, because I I don't manage the emails for no. Monta Vista, so. I was just wondering if, like, there is an effort to do that. I should just ask Deborah instead of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe go to uh, Deborah's our, like, Deborah Bros, our director at Monty whoever's Vista. on the lease basically yeah, gets all the, like, gets the, all the, the emails, the, the emails and stuff. Uh, but that open studio was definitely it was sick. Like, people were here, yeah. people were they were asking, and it was great uh, energy. People were just hyped up on you know seeing art and being like in these spaces. It's beautiful. Have you felt a need? to go back because obviously you're in a new space yeah you lost a lot of work i can't imagine i've i've lost work in a smaller scale like for a year or you know but never okay. like a whole i've heard i know um uh what's his name peter max lawrence who's been on the show he lost all of his shit in the fire which was That's also well. pretty pretty rough yeah dude like it's um... it, it, I, I can't imagine so then now like you've lost everything so the only references that you can go back to are the ones that you remember or maybe documentation and stuff. 
like how do you uh, and you said that you wanted to get back into work and i guess this is probably a good place to end to sort of talk about how like you go from that heartbreak what's the process like you you it sounds like you just buried everything and then started creating was it were you in the middle of a a, uh, a series of stuff oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So then what did you do? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, I was working on a series like I had uh, during that time frame, like I had two upcoming shows and, and, you know, all that work was incinerated. You had two shows that you were yeah, making. Yeah, that I was working for. on. And so um, definitely it was one of those things like it just uh, locked down and partially the fire. Like it, it, um, it made me be more selective of materials. Um, definitely when uh, we weren't the building that I was in, like, you know, when we didn't know how COVID was transmitted and, and you know, I thought I was going to get COVID from a homeless person down the street. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at Back a way when to... we were scared of each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't even, even like that, even dating was like insane. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I dated dated stories <laughs> about my dating experience during lockdown. And it was like, no, it's not, it's not fun. Uh, but definitely it was... Um, it, it made me like question my materials because I was using a lot of uh, Yupa papers and uh, I was using uh, panels in the past and, and I started using uh, vinyl, how that started with what this newer material was because um, during lockdown, I, I literally came to my studio and I was trying to find something I could easily roll up and just shove it in my car and leave. Mm -hmm. Grab materials that I needed and then work at home. That's because, you know, uh, the building was asking us to not come in. But, you know, a lot of us were, were not following. Not following, but we were just, uh, we wanted to at least. Is this going to affect the lawsuit? No, <laughs> okay. no, no, no. This is like during lockdown. This building was still uh, uh, still in place. It was one of those, like, you know, it just, um, it was more of like, you know, uh, um, a suggestions don't be in the space yeah, because yeah. of like, you know, we want to try. You things. might kill each other. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but the thing is like, you know, everyone was going and grabbing things. And, and I think most people were doing that. They were grabbing things and, uh. I started to grab um, vinyl as a way to like, just because it was easy to roll up. It was easy to just store and also like. But you had vinyl, you just had vinyl already. I had vinyl already in my studio because okay. I was thinking about. And it didn't, it didn't melt or catch fire? How did it survive? Oh, no, no, this You bought like, this afterwards? Afterwards, okay. like before the fire. So before the fire, I was oh, working okay. with Oh, okay. Like this a, is all, this is the story is placed before yeah, the fire. Yeah, before okay. fire. So that really. Um, Started with that conversation. Oh, because that's right. Because the fires happened after or during lockdown, right? Mm -hmm. The fire, the first one. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, so um, because I interviewed you at the studio. Yeah. I'm trying to like fucking remember the time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I smoke weed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all acceptable, <laughs> but um, no, 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 but definitely like you know, I started after a fire. Like I started going back into um, utilizing this material and and seeing more about. Um, I started going back to um, the way. Um, most of the vinyl either has a pre uh, pre printed like a uh, pattern or some type of um, continuous pattern. Basically, they're they're tablecloths most of them. And so what I do is like it reminded me of like my nostalgia of growing up, like going to my parents' place or my grandma's house and seeing that very bright cover table kind of like um, uh, tablecloth. And and for me, like it always reminded me of home and it reminded me of this like. Especially during lockdown, it reminded me like being present with like my grandparents because of course we couldn't be with them, and so like it started re re uh, invigorating the, the idea of being in spaces that I used to occupy, mm -hmm. and so uh, I started using it and painting on it, and 
allowing it to be what it is and not forcing it to be more like I was saying earlier, like Bino itself is going to adhere to what it does. Oh, yeah. We said and, that off air. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to be, it's like, it's one of those things like it all just creases, all these little nooks and stuff. You're not going to force it. It's going to, it's going to do what it wants. And I think what you said is that it's technically not a painting. And I was like, well, then it's a sculpture. <laughs> and Fuck I told all. you it's food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like anybody that wants to be that much of a jerk about it. It's uh, like, yeah, okay. Maybe it's not painting. Uh, is yeah. this, is this, what, were you painting this one at the, li no, this was too big at the live painting. I did. This was the one? Yeah. Uh, so the only reason why this one survived partially, because I finished this in my last phase, uh, this was, uh, because I didn't have a cargo van, mm -hmm. a up in his van, he was able to store it and his space in his home. And so, of course, like, or it would have been in the fire. Oh, wow. So I ended up, uh, during the high beams, that one that we did, the snake one, I think. The, mm -hmm. uh, I forgot what It's the, the one that's one. in the parking lot. Yeah, right across here. over here, actually. Yeah. Um, I think even the artist I was here before was giving us, uh, gi giving Ricardo and, um, I forgot who, electricity running the wires. Oh, really? Because, you know, we're on the second floor. Yeah. Extension. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, because there, there was like a t turned over car. I think uh, okay. pro O Projects was doing some crazy like karaoke and shit. <laughs> it was super loud. It was fun. I, I'm, Dude, I mean, that hobby was sick. That was, it was great. Like, it was insane. There was so much like activations and and yeah. that's probably one of the better ones. Well, what I'm gonna say, oh. what, what the reason that I ask you about that is because one of the funniest things I've ever seen is you trying to live paint at a place where everybody knows you. And you didn't, you could not fucking put brush to, <laughs> to, to vinyl at all because everybody was like, hey, what's up, Serge, blah, blah. And then people would come in and then they would go and like you would try to start and then like it was just so ridiculous. Oh it was like the most, it was like my favorite live painting performance I've ever seen because <laughs> it's like somebody that just could not get any work done because everybody was like, hey, what's up, bro? And I was part of it, you know? Yeah. But then I stepped back and I was like, oh, shit. I actually, you know, I still didn't really know that many people. I kind of barely knew Deborah and... and um, I mean, I was around, but not not quite, you know? And Monta Vista or just... I wasn't part of Monta Vista at all. At then. that time? Yeah, okay. but but that was like sort of... Cause I remember high beams the the sec the one that was at um, the one that you dressed up like Harry Potter. Oh, nice! I was uh, <laughs> yeah, I was Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, at uh, also we we've been at pretty much all the high beams together. I think. I, yeah. Were you were you went to the one in Torrance? The SF. Uh, oh, actually. SPF. Did you go to Did you go to the one in Colorado? Because if you did, then we're both posers. Or oh no, didn't, I didn't. It's like yeah. it's like that. Um, uh, Coachella reference, like everyone went to Coachella to go see like Snoop Dogg and yeah. when he was like a, not Snoop Dogg, uh, Tupac when he was a hologram yeah, yeah. or Daft Punk. I think everyone like in LA usually says, "Oh yeah, I was there," <laughs> and it's like one of the ones like High Beans, Colorado. No, I didn't. I didn't. Fortunately, I didn't do that. No, the I did it in my soul. There. It was yeah. a caravan, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was telling him that I thought like because he described it as like Mad Max, and I was telling. Oh, nice. Him, and I was telling him, is it gonna have like all the little things that you can jump from car to car? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they had all those like contraptions to swing onto like other yeah, yeah. vehicles and stuff, and then you just go and you like look at art. That would be awesome. That'd be Ooh, like the fucking nice. waivers for that would be like three people <laughs> would die for sure. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. But yeah, we, I think we've known each other for a while. Like, I, I think we met. You and me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We met. Like, I don't remember uh, when we met. I think. I, I, I knew of you. I, we knew each other. Like, I remember seeing you at events and recognizing you, yeah. just not knowing you. And then when we interviewed, I think that was like after the, this, the one at, I think, yeah, it was after the also gallery. 
high beams because, because by the time we did the one here or by the time they did the one here and you were light painting we had already done the show we already knew each other and we did like the the one across the street the one in the um molly did that uh yeah low the, beam yeah that that was that those were the two ones that we had both like attended and shown work at but never really crossed paths because it's like yeah. Because he was probably talking to too many fucking people. He definitely <laughs> knows more people in the scene than me. I'm actually lucky to know him that he supports me in the show. So, uh, And thank you. Yeah. You've always been very, very supportive. I really appreciate that. And uh, when I, on, on the lower moments where I'm like, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's people like you and, and, and you know, Sam uh, Dybeck and people that check in that are like, yo, man. No, I, I tell you, like, I this is, it. I love these. Like, um, the last podcast was amazing. And just seeing the progression of the show kind of expanding and, and you I'm I'm complimenting you. You can't yeah. you can't re, you can't return the compliment. <laughs> that now it's just weird. Now it looks like I fish for it. No, I yeah, appreciate it. I remember that. you telling me like, hey, I, I want you to do the podcast again. And I'm like, okay, it's cool, cool, cool. And then like you didn't uh touch back and I'm like, oh maybe like it's going in a different direction. I'm like, okay, I'm cool. Oh no, no, no. I I mean I I think I, I do remember telling you like it's gonna take a while. Oh. <laughs> because I think it was still summer when I the, when was the last time? Yeah, because I think it was no, it was the last time I saw you was at. Um, it was it was at Montevista Projects. So we were like just chilling out in the. What was it? It because I remember it was Molly's show. It was Molly and Bridget's. Molly and Bridget's show. So that was like late. It was still kind of warm. I still wasn't recording. Yeah. I really only started recording again like this week. Like this is the fourth one I've done since starting up again. So don't worry. <laughs> you know, I was like, I just like was like, oh. Definitely like, but I seen like the 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 um, shorts at the top, and I was like, oh, this is so good, <laughs> so good. Um, it's gonna get better as I get better at it, and and as I uh, can dedicate more time to it. No, it, it's a it's a job. It was like it's insane. I, I don't even even setting up. I saw you earlier setting up. Yeah. It was just like it's uh, tedious work and getting audio and getting visuals and getting everything else. But I was telling you, I was having fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like we're playing, especially since it's you. Like you know, we're just shooting the shit. I'm gonna. Yeah. Get, it's almost like I'm getting to show off to you. Like, hey, bro, check it out. <laughs> Zoom sucks. <laughs> I'm like flexing to you, like, hey, oh, that camera or that, that camera. camera. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out like which camera to look at. Uh, this is but yours. This is mine. I know. This is yours, and then this is the the wide one, and mm. then you're not. A, this is all. But you get the nicer one. So that so that when when the lighting is not sufficient and this one doesn't do a good enough job, then people say that I look like I smell. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about this like your ex, uh, extensive uh, what is it uh, sweating. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, it, dude, that's why I wasn't filming for all that period. I'm gonna film <laughs> nonstop until it gets warm again, and then that's it. I take the summers off because fuck, bro. Summer was brutal for us. Yeah, it's it was like, and it's just, it's not cute. I mean, I can also just bring a shirt. So if I need to pull, <laughs> you know, if I'm ever behind, because that's what I did for May, uh, May Roddit's episode, okay. who's the printer in Long Beach. Oh, nice. Dude, Long Beach is a great, I, I have a show currently in Long Beach. and Do you know Juan Gomez? Yeah, I do. Uh, okay. I know Juan Gomez for... He's, uh, I think he's going to be the next episode. Nice. Yeah, I, I His know stuff is so interesting. Dude. Definitely. Like, he's one of... Uh, uh, I know him through the art scene, but I, I actually know his wife. Oh, really? I <laughs> talking about Gloria, like, right? Or uh, something like? Lupita. Lupita. Oh so, no, to, I'm I'm confusing <laughs> him with some, another guy. <laughs> so uh, so uh, it's so funny going back to Catholic guilt. His uh, I grew up with um, her mom teaching me catechism. Oh my god! So I it's so funny because like I I met her uh, at an opening. I'm like, what are you doing here? I was like, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh no, my my 
uh, husband is showing him like, and that's how like I met Juan, but I knew kind of his work. Uh, but it's so funny because even his um, Lupita's sister growing up and stuff, going to like these uh, punk shows and rock shows, she was like, uh, I would see her there. Um, even her oh, other sister, her older sister also was like my other catechism teacher. And me trying to go into like sneaking into like these 18 over like clubs and stuff. And, and she would be seeing me and drinking. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like, <laughs> but she would just like look at me, but then she would like turn like, she, she was like socializing with her old friends and stuff. But yeah. um, it was so fun. Like just like, growing up in like that atmosphere of, of going to uh, church and school and and knowing everyone's secrets <laughs> yeah i was like uh but it was it's funny that you know like this you know we we intertwine we think of this like um this art kind of like community or art world being so mass and big and stuff and yet there's little we have like these oh, yeah. inner workings of course like you know if you talk about new york like it's a little bit more it's different than la definitely but um uh, I think like here you find uh, these little pockets of, of people that you know or you know of and you build relationships like that. I think, just thinking about it right now, I don't know how many return guests I've had, but probably a, a, a few, but I'm close to like having met 150 artists. Shit. You know, like, I mean, if you take away the ones that have returned, like I know Alex has done it twice, you've done it twice now. Mm-hmm. Um, but... That's crazy. Like I'm thinking, uh, like you were, as you were talking, I was like, "Yeah, the art world is small." I was like, "Yeah, but I've also met a lot of people." <laughs> <laughs> no, because because it is weird. Like, okay, so Sam Dybeck is this guy who uh, d- uh, is uh, the director of Level Three in Chicago, mm. and one day he reached out to me, and and then like, and he like li- likes the show. He li- I like his. He does interviews as well, and so now I'll meet someone and I'll hit him up. And it's a matter of who got to them first between me and him. <laughs> it sounds competitive. <laughs> Not, no, no. It's like, it's like friend. It's like, it's like, oh, cause it basically what it comes down to is that we have very similar tastes. Mm. So we want to talk to the same people. And like, we've realized that we've talked without even referencing each other, you know, like, uh, Claire Gatto, I had them on the show and, uh, Sam had interviewed them mm-hmm. and, and like, and so it's just, it's, it's just funny. It, uh, it is a small world. And it's nice to be intertwined with it and then be like, hey, people are doing like, I mean, because that's just in Chicago. And then, you know, Gozier, Gozier Ogini? Maybe mm, not. No, no, no. I, I think we might be separate circles, but whatever. I mean, only for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I forgot why I brought him up. But anyway. Oh, yeah. He like went to a residency with somebody that I interviewed in Do- Detroit. So it's like, oh, it's nice. really a small world. Yeah. You know, and then like, and then. Two people you know meet and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> we're all friends. <laughs> I mean, at least our friends, you know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like professional balance. <laughs> it's a balance work. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but I mean, I think art friends are very much more supportive than if we were like MBAs, you know, mm-hmm. or like, for example, I don't think, I mean, I don't know that too many Wall Street guys would feel sorry for a guy whose fire, whose apartment, burned, <laughs> you know, whose life work, life's work burnt down in a fire, and then would no. do a benefit for them. It was like, yeah, just go trade, motherfucker. <laughs> like we're I'll much more. And, like, yeah, I think professionalism in in the art world really just means like be polite. Oh, definitely. But I think like we've, we've definitely that that's key. But we've all like met certain like artists that we don't fuck around with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it just comes to territory. Like I, I'm one of those persons that I'm very. Um, I think it's partially because I'm a Capricorn. I'm very like easy to cut people. Just like by, uh, if I feel like you're you're just like um, 
you know, my space is very sacred. My space and time is very something that yeah. I value. And so if you uh, disrespect that or you just like absolutely like uh, are being super, uh, you know, un- I wouldn't say ungrateful, but just being like just completely um, not respectful of that. I'm just like, yeah. as much as I want to support you, I'll support you from a distance and that's it. And but I'll be t- cordial. I'll be cordial. Like I'm not yeah, being yeah. an asshole and go like, oh, no. Nah. Yeah, I think in the art world, I have this distinction between friends and people that I treat professionally, but, you know, I don't really, like you said, I don't really fuck with. And then I am getting to the point where, like, if I record an episode, even though if it takes me 45 minutes, and even if you're being being incredibly professional, but incredibly needy and in need of control of the episode. Yeah. This is content. This is not art. I'm not going to sit here and edit the episode with you. <laughs> if you tell me like, hey, man, I said this thing. It could be a problem. You know, like I've had people be like, hey, you know, <laughs> and so it was like we talked about neoliberalism and he's like, hey, bro, can you like it would be funny, actually. Can you like beep out? when I say the brand, because I actually work with them. <laughs> and he was talking about how they have like, it was shady labor practices. And it's just, but it's, but it's funny. Like, like that, I don't, I don't want to fuck up your bag. Like this is, no, yeah. to me it's funny. It's like the whole point of this, sh- this is not a got you show, you know? So like, if you're worried or stressed out that I'm going to make you look bad, like, come on, bro. Like, why do I benefit from that? You yeah. know? But I think that people have that mentality of like being guarded because not everybody's part of a community in the arts that is like, you know, like there's a lot of overlaps, but I think that's probably a lot more competitive sections. You know, oh, definitely. Like I think uh, we we're, all we're lucky that we're in the like Carl Barada universe, the the high beams. You know, he's like, like the a, governor of this. Katia, Sean Noise, like all these people that are, you know, Molly, mm-hmm. people that bleed for this shit. You know, and they just do it because they can't do nothing else. You know. Yeah, and and they're like people who are those people are definitely like a. Extremely generous with their time and and their um, engagements and their their spaces, yeah. you know, including uh, other artists and and trying to make shit happen. I think partially, you know, that whole high beams, uh, how it came out and stuff. I was just like, you know, a need for for activations and and, and community. community. Yeah, yeah. more than anything, that's all. That that's the thing. That, like Carl was mostly emphasizing on his episode. <laughs> I don't know if you got any chance to see his, but I, I saw it. It was like it was. That's a good episode. Yeah, and the video has gotten better since then. But it was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where I had the thing where like I I, I framed him like this, where his like oh. the front of his face is like right on the edge of the frame yeah. because I was trying to put, and then I was like, no, 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 this is a conversation it has to happen a certain and way. But <laughs> yeah, the, you know, like, like I actually like position because if I position the boom, the the mic out here, yeah. like there's like a a system to it that took me a while to figure out. Nice. And Wait, you are working. lucky because yours probably looks pretty good. I, th- oh, I think. I think. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I will have no like no, editing no, control no. or ask you for You've like. You've never been high maintenance, no. bro. I I kind of roasted you on the first time that we met because I felt so broy with you, and I was like, oh my god, I don't know this guy. Yeah, you know, definitely. but I was like, but I was like. I was like, no, because it was like, I was, it, I wasn't like, I hope I wasn't rude, but it was like, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, damn, I'm, I'm kind of uh, making jokes that are like, you know, like you know, like we know in like yeah, mucha confianza. I took, yeah. and I think that that was the Latinidad thing. Yeah, but also like you know, I think it, it depends on the vibing. Like if you, if you, your that banter goes between voice yeah, and stuff, yeah. like you, you know, it's good. You didn't feel like I was. No, no, absolutely. I didn't feel like you did, but now I, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you always fuck up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you you once, only play the highlights of when you fuck up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> once you get political, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely no. no, no. I, I'm trying to not make it political because it makes the editing a lot easier. Oh, definitely. Because with the fucking Russia stuff and like the the Ukraine war, <laughs> I've just stopped talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I see your post. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, ah, uh, YouTube's not gonna like that. Yeah. So why make why make myself work? <laughs> yeah, and then also I don't think getting riled up about shit is such a good look for me anymore. I think I think I could get away with it a little bit earlier on the and the. But it just needs to be a little bit more about the guest. I think yeah. you know if I'm gonna do it the way that I want to do it now, and also I get sick of my own shit, you know. So like the lesson, like that's why I was excited about this one because I'm like, uh, you know what, Serge does not get tired of talking about like he can connect ideas and like he's not like yes i liked it and then and then i have to be like (laughs) 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 diarrhea coming out so like (laughs) so i try to save the the ones where i like dominate the show for when i feel like the person is just not gonna feel comfortable and that's not like a diss to them i mean it's still it can still be an entertaining those episodes tend to be more bantery you know, yeah, like not that it's not with you, but <laughs> but I can let you like let it hang. But cool, man. Anything that you want to talk about before we head out? Because yeah, I think like um, I think I was going to talk about like um, of course like the 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 fire and stuff like. But uh, definitely, I think um, something that has been like in my mind has been like aging in our community, aging mm-hmm. as an artist, aging how does that look like? I don't want to talk about this. No. I'm going to end the episode. Ah! <laughs> No, I'm but, older um, than you. <laughs> no, 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 but it's just one of those things. Like you know, as I, I was looking at the, the way, um, you know, as a retrospect show or like a survey show, like in the years to come, uh, how does that look when like a large percent of my archive is lost? Yeah, I'm like, am I going to be having like tablets or like holograms? Maybe, let's see. <laughs> but it's like one of those things. Like you know, aging does have a factor in the way that we make work, but also like um, uh the image of being an artist i think you know people are more drawn to uh uh be more youthful youthful than than people who are aging and we have a you know my group of friends are just completely in the spectrum of back and forth and stuff and even people that i've dated um you know it ranges from like age group uh, age range and stuff Uh, but it just it, it makes me question like you know how that looks like in say like i'm 32 so uh when it in the next like 10 years how's that gonna look you're gonna look like this because uh, i'm 42 <laughs> as a good mirror <laughs> no uh yeah it's funny that I, you, it's actually it's really interesting that you say that and i don't know what attributes to this i have a few theories that i'm gonna throw out but yeah, basically the biggest episode that this show has had the biggest download rate that has ever had was with this 19 year old artist Sophia Hefter-Smith. She actually is a really interesting painter. Her work is 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 cool. It's very graph. It's it's very graphic and um it borders on kitsch without like diving too much into like it being like cutesy. You yeah. know, it has an edge to it. Anyway, it's great work. I I hate when I end up describing people's work cuz I hope I didn't offend them. But yeah, like by uh, you know, like first week 100 downloads. And this was when I was just restarting it back during lockdown because 
I've taken two breaks, two big breaks that have affected downloads. And this is on Zoom, right? This was during the Zoom, Zoom ones. Yeah. It's still one of my, it, it's one of my biggest episodes. It's like in the top three. But so on YouTube, it's doing well. And on downloads, it's doing well. She's 19. Nice. 19. Awesome. But it, but I, I think that I attribute it to, yes, the thing that you talked about of youth. Then also just being, because she's not, she's not like, you know, um, over-sexualized or anything. She's just a young kid, yeah. you know. With it, like she's hip. She like maybe has maybe that CKY, you know, nineteen nineties CKY vibe, like uh, like of a, a little alternativey. And but her work is just solid, and I think that her Instagram game is so crazy. I don't know how why she ended up having like eight thousand more than anybody followers more. Like I don't know how people, you know, there's Deborah who has like eight thousand. Plus follower Deborah <clears throat> Bros and and a bunch of other people, but Instagram's really hard to work that shit. So not only did she have thousands of followers, she had crazy engagement. Like people interact with her posts. It's not like yeah. she just has people like the followers that don't interact. It's crazy. So seeing that, I was like, oh my god, I gotta learn from this kid. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it, it was insane. Just like a huge spike in in one person, you know. And like, I mean, I guess I could just always book people like that, but that's not what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I want to have my friends on. <laughs> but it goes back to like the content, like, you know, content creating and having time and, and also like investing. I think, you know, if you want something to be act, active, you need to be present. And yeah. A lot of times, you know, we think like a post, like for me, like if I post something or put a story, that's enough. In reality, that's not. That's barely yeah. making the mark or just making now it for sure a hundred percent where every everybody's still functioning with a very outdated instagram yeah. mentality it's like you know i don't even look at like even, i haven't even converted my my instagram to like um, a business where i could see like the the traction of it and uh, mm -hmm. it's one of those like i'm still in that between line of like uh, of course it, in in the end it is a business we are visual artists we're making things we're selling things uh, and um, it, it goes back to being active and um, and reinvesting, you know, time and uh, trying to see more of it. And partially, it's engagement and, and not just one platform; it's multiple yeah. platforms. Well, if you're gonna do any, do YouTube, because because yeah. it's it, they're gonna win. It's just you can't fuck with Google. Like they're too big of a company. Their <laughs> algorithms are too strong. Like seriously, there's, I mean, how do you, do you use any other search engine? You As know? Google, no, no. And then now the best search engine also has the best like platform. It does. It, it just makes sense. I mean, I know they didn't invent Google. I know that they bought it out and then they monetized it, but. Yeah. Google is so powerful. They don't want it to be as powerful as it is. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, like it is such a powerful tool that legacy media is always scared of it, so they're always smearing people on there. I mean, there are some bad people that act in bad faith, I'm sure. Yeah. But there's always, like, people, like, CNN is always like, oh, there's all these fucked up shit. Why do you think they do that? Because they're competition, you know? And now you can you got someone in their basement that can do the fucking news. And, like, I know that that makes a lot of people uncomfortable because of people like, what's his name? Um, Alex Jones and shit, but, like, dude. So, yeah, I mean... It, I would say an aggressive Instagram strategy doesn't make sense anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, even an aggressive TikTok strategy doesn't make sense anymore. If you're going to do anything, do YouTube shorts, 
There is a woman called Vivacious Honey who is, she's, all she does is fashion, try on stuff. She doesn't even post on YouTube, make long, long form stories. She's got a billboard now because she's like got millions of followers. She's been posting for two years. They, the, the, I know that like people think of it YouTube differently, but like, seriously, man, my shorts still get views weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And the more shorts I make, the more that gets. You know, and you don't even have to make long form content. Yeah. So I would say, I would say the only, like, if you're not going to just kind of do it the way, the same way that you've been doing it, if you really want to like get your numbers up, you go YouTube and then you distribute elsewhere. Yeah. I, would, I, I, you know, that's like for artists out there, I'm sorry. I know it's bad news. No one wants to be an artist and a content creator. It's not that bad. <laughs> and I, just take I, videos of your paintings instead of taking pictures of them yeah you know, I, like, i've seen yeah. like you know um especially like reels like you know people making like processing work and like from beginning to end yeah, yeah. and people are so captivated or even like paint drying which yeah, is yeah. insane it's like people are looking at those or just paint mixing oh Motherfuckers, yeah they that. open a thing of paint and just like it, it it it's an interesting thing and it's an interesting exercise to keep i mean that's the that's the attention economy now you know, like as much as we like to make paintings and stuff like that, how do you present your paintings or whatever, yeah. your sculpture in a way that is engaging to someone? And there are benefits to it, right? Like if you, if you are doing 3D work with a video, everybody can see all of it, you know, yeah. like you, you can walk around the whole thing. You can do whatever you want. And, uh, and, and so I would say, you know, like not to make this the advice, the, the what's my thesis <laughs> advice section. But since we're talking about yeah. like just trying to figure it out and since I'm like literally studying this stuff and doing it, you know, uh, I definitely think that you guys won't be my competition. We'll be allies. <laughs> You'll be making content. Then I'll have you on the show and then you can promote the show and everybody gets, it's like, woo, you know? So that's that's actually one of the things that I like about doing the show. I think that there's like, People have been interested in doing podcasts. I've seen podcasts rise and fall. Mine almost f fell too. So I'm not like, I'm not, it's a hard fucking thing. You have to really want to be a podcaster to podcast. Yeah. You really, and I do. I like, you know, in terms of day jobs, there's nothing that I want to do else, <laughs> you know? So that's anyway. A, that, that's good advice. And, you know, I, I think that just amplifies us to do better or I started to do better, but just be more, uh, be open to different things. Yeah, and I think that like we everybody benefits for some like if you if you want to emulate what I did, which is literally get to know people by making content of them to promote the scene, people embrace that. People want yeah. to be documented. You know, you're not annoying people. I used to think I was. You know, you're not inconveniencing people. People, like, if you're part of a scene and your people are interesting, fucking in, make content with them. You know, like, yeah. be like, hey, I, uh, I think all my friends are really cool. You don't even have to do a full podcast. You could just be like, I think this friend is really cool. Check out their work. We're doing a studio visit, blah, blah, blah. Bam. People will appreciate that shit. Like, okay. you know, I mean, some people will. But <laughs> some people will get, like, uh, will, will want control of how they're represented and stuff like that. You're going to run into stuff like that, obviously. Yeah, definitely. But I, I, I'd say, you know, future-proof your shit. And, and I, I, you know, I'm for making money off of your work or, or making, making a living as an artist in whatever way you can, you know? 
So that's yeah. my, that's my end of my rant. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I've been so good at not ranting today. <laughs> that was a rant. It was good, <laughs> but informative rant. But yeah, uh, sorry about that. Anyway, man, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Anything that we can promote for you? Um, so I do have a show in Long Beach at Flex Art Space. Uh, Flex uh, Art Space. And um, when, what are the dates? Because this might not be an out in time, but we always um, like to, yeah, to that, document that, one, that things um, are being done. It opened um, last week, last Saturday. So from November 19 until I think December 17. Detem- December 17. Yeah, yeah, it's in uh, it's in Long Beach towards like Beaumont Shore. It's like in a really kind of a smaller gallery betsy runs it it's a great space so i'm showing with um three other artists uh evie uh michelle and i think you pronounce it karoy karani but different artists in different media it's called shape patterns and story which is uh definitely a really uh i think just like the pairing of the, the artists that were in the show it works really well so i'm that show continues until december uh what else i have in store for the before the year ends i'm doing like a fundraiser show for um i'll be part of a fundraiser uh for jaren ray so doing that whole like postcard uh fundraiser oh wow it's uh that's is like it, uh the, december did the, the, the fucking open call ended i don't I know um, or is it not an open call i think so it's maybe by invitation? it's like know. usually like, like i'll make a postcard <laughs> but i but i probably missed the deadline yeah no, no, he'll go up like um since he's part of the mem- he's part of jaren ray and i know a bunch of people in that group and yeah. stuff uh, he was like, "Hey, would be interested." I'm like, "Dude, um, of course!" Like, you know, I done it in the previous years. You know, we didn't they didn't do it during like lockdown and like COVID, but now um, everything is going back, and I think they're having it in December, uh, December 10th. So I'm gonna make um, smaller work that I've been doing these miniature pieces that I've gotten some amazing response from people, and also they're great, man. Thank the, you. the one at the at the show, the uh, the BLA show, was pretty fun. Thank you. I like I like it perfectly placed. Uh, thank you. In like a, nook. I need to, I need to find the video I took of that. I, I'm, I, because I, I took. That could be a real, <laughs> yeah, short. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, all shit. All, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's pieces like, uh, so I'm gonna have like, um, maybe one or two, mm-hmm. and I think everything is sold at fifty bucks. So it's a great okay. way to collect work, especially if you're like looking for like um, gifts or just trying to um, start or uh, add to your art collective collection. It's a great way to purchase friends' work at a very affordable price of 50 bucks. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And yeah, definitely you can find me on Instagram at SurgeonBottle and SurgeWitron.com. And yeah, definitely check out and see what I'm working on. And if I asked any question that has an answer, not like a question that is ambiguous, but it, yeah. this is what I'm trying to do now. If I ask a question that neither of us had the answer, because sometimes I do that and we're like, oh, I don't know. Just put it in the condiments. In the condiments. condiments. (laughs) I said condiments, (laughs) but I meant put it in the comments. And we'll see you next week with another guest, with another topic that may or may not be art-related. I'm going to evaluate this episode as very (laughs) art-related. And very informative and just like... (laughs) Well, you're a very very, uh, experienced art. I mean, like I would definitely say say that I learned from how you move in space, you know? Thank you. I I think that, I mean, I I watch this guy not be able to paint. I know... (laughs) I know my I know my place in the learning order. Uh, I have not uh, surpassed the master. <laughs> I am still but a student. <laughs> but no, you're a very sweet guy, and I, Thank do, you. I I everybody says very nice things about you when you're named. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it could be you completely opposite. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to have any paranoia about people liking you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, 
check in check in the show and definitely thumbs up right yeah yeah definitely like, like this video. like and subscribe subscribe uh it gives Get me warm numbers. feelings inside and yeah we're gonna monetize this i'm sorry <laughs> i'll cut i'll bleep out that word we're gonna monetize this thing we're gonna and 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 pay dudes like this guy all right <laughs> uh, i guess we'll wrap up there yeah, yeah definitely thanks man thanks guys